0: Hey awesome nerds and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap television shows we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters could be used in different role-playing games. I'm your host Jeremy.
1: Uh, and I'm Nina. G'day. How do you do? How are we doing?
0: <laughs> I'm going great. I hope our listeners are as well. And today yeah. we are talking about Star Trek: Next Generation, season 1, episode 7, Justice. Uh, where after dropping off some colonists in a nearby system the crew visits a world of beautiful, healthy and tanned human looking people
1: yeah and very white everybody's white <laughs> White super and tan. white
0: like they're oh tanned but they're super white that's the, the takeaway very, from yeah.
1: it some very like 70s kind of uh, disco group uh, affiliate outfits like very clingy and all the uh, the places I'm just gonna say the places it's very I'd it's a very describe- unique
0: uniform i've described it as wearing seat belts plus um plus a bathing suit it's like that's pretty much it It,
1: it's very it's very much like disco dance but spandex Mm. but like less like jane fonda but scrappy super southern
0: california jane fonda disco
1: oh big hair fringes like mm. the rollers were used for sure this day mm. and also the men like hairless but like mm-hmm. very white and like soft muscly like the dad kind of bod muscly from the 70s that wasn't like completely ripped but like just kind of soft and like you know smooth everything's very mm-hmm. smooth and uh, and blonde this is,
0: <laughs> i would say this is probably the episode that's going to have the most male nipples
1: Oh, oh yeah. The nipple count is high in this one. I, I think mm-hmm. if we were going to count, if we were going to sit and count, I think anywhere upwards from like, I want to say 50, 55, maybe not 55. Because <laughs> it's be,
0: 55. There's just one just guy with like three nipples. Nipple.
1: Oh yeah. Or like someone has like less than two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, lots of nips, lots of nip slips, mm-hmm. lots of uh, mm-hmm. fun bits. And, and it's definitely... It's definitely an interesting episode, um, but yeah, how, do you want to do you want to tell everyone, Jeremy, roughly how it starts off or, or where we begin? I, I can I
0: can start it off. I do I
1: <laughs> yeah. like
0: the little bit of law building that's in the uh, Picard's log in this one because he's talking about how they just dropped off some colonists on a Class M planet, um, and my yes. my research into um, into Star Trek has now shown me that Class M is a, a habitable habitable planet very much like Earth. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah. they're just like, oh, oh, yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like for them, just forging a new world, all that kind of thing. So there's that. And then they come across another one, like right next door.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like it's the, like the most suitable planet, like an identical planet to Earth. And they're like, oh, cool. Guess we'll just go here for holidays then, I guess. Yeah, we'll go check this one out. Yeah, because, like, that's basically how the episode starts, is that, like, everybody's, like, aching for some shore leave. Like, oh, yeah. itching to get up. chill out in the sunshine, as Bev says, or, like, you know, mm. in a big, wide-open sun, I don't know, outdoorsy, instead of being stuck on a goddamn ship. But, uh, yeah, so that's how it starts off with, with them being like, oh, it's a planet, and the people, pretty much identical to us, except for, like, you know, culture and shit. But the place is great, like, and then, yeah, it, Picard sent Riker out to do some investigating and like data and like a little bit of a couple of people. I can't remember who exactly. Yeah, but... I know. It's and certainly
0: I... Riker and Yar. I don't know if anyone, Geordie, probably. No, Geordie as well, actually.
1: Wait, I Geordie thought Geordie would've... was on the. Uh... No, because jo- oh, yeah, Geordie
0: comes he... in and Geordie has a comment and. Well,
1: that's right. He says something. It's
0: very clear that Geordie's he... been down there.
1: Oh yeah, he had a he had a fun time. They have oh that's right, because Geordie makes the comment like, Oh, they have sex at the drop of a hat, sir. And and Picard's like, Oh, really? And then Tasha Yah's like, Yes, any hat. It can be any hat.
0: Any hat, hat, <laughs> hat sir. So any hat. Style. I basically Yard's was like, I got sir. I got railed. It was awesome. We should all go down there. We just like
1: yeah, Fucking yeah. hell
0: yeah. Just keep it in your pants. You're on the bridge. Yeah.
1: She there's a child. Wes is here. Fucking yeah. oh my god. Uh, in front of Wesley, Tasha, oh my God. calm down, throw a bucket oh. of water on you, but like, basically everybody's horny as fuck and wants to get out there and like, they found the perfect planet, like, it's basically a whole bunch of hot people who have sex. Yeah, uh, well, super friendly, wait, they right. say they've got,
0: uh, Yarr gives them like a report of the local laws, but it's basically, it's, like, it's all common sense stuff. It's like, don't yeah. murder, it's, it's like, like alright, we won't murder anyone.
1: Fairly simple common sense things, but like, they're wild in other ways. Like you know, punch. Sh- they've got like really strict rules, but that's fine. Most of the yeah. time, they're completely normal, and they have sex at the drop of a hat. So that's the most important thing. So that's the uh, important
0: sorry. thing. This is what everyone took away from this episode. Like, I think yep. this is the yep. purpose of the episode. Honestly, this is exactly. the horny planet.
1: Just a horn. Just a full of horn dogs, horn bags. Oh everybody wants to fuck. But uh, but yeah, that's basically how we start. And then yeah. um, and then. Well, there's a little bit more.
0: Then, there's a little bit more in this scene okay. because um, yeah, Picard's... Well, Beverly wants, um, wants R&R, wants people to be able to have shore leave because they've been, like, helping out these colonists and, like, really putting a strain on the crew. And then oh, yeah. this seems like the perfect place. And because like, oh, yeah, all right, cool, we'll get... Because this is also a, I guess, a colony ship? I don't know, because there's children on board. He's like, all right, well, we'll go down and ask them very nicely if we can hang out and, like, have some shore leave. And Wesley, why don't you go down as the the young person? and see whether it would yeah. be suitable for for teenagers which like, having let's been let's a let's teenage it. boy I'm, myself i'm pretty certain that every teenage boy on that ship's going to yes yes it is yes it is <laughs>
1: how specific Picard was it's like oh by the way we also need a young man like we also need a young person's like you know vibe on this to like take on this so I guess Wesley to give you something to do will just make you like be the guy to check out whether or not this is a fun place for young people uh it's it's so silly do you reckon uh, that's an
0: excuse to get him to have some away team experience
1: oh maybe that's what he was doing maybe he was like yeah come with us, but you need like something to do, otherwise you're just going to be fucking. all oh, like, I try to fuck.
0: I think it's also like, thing. look, Beverly, look, I'm including your son. Look.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving no. him something to do. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like make him, <laughs> make him useful. Or oh, not useful. But like, why? Why would they need specifically to know if it's good for young people? Because it's Star I Trek. Know. I mean,
0: I don't know. I feel that it's it's the, an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but there is a, another little bit because um, Data spots something on the scanners and is like that. That's weird. There's something off our starboard bow, and Worf's just like it's the malfunction I reported earlier. I I'm very annoyed about this because I am Worf, and
1: <laughs> I am Wolf. Yeah. I'm the Debbie Downer of this uh, of the sex party. But yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but anyway there's a a malfunction there might be something out there but they said I love Picard's line as well which is just like I hope this place isn't too good to be true credits like like well I wonder if it's going to be too good to be true I think it might be
1: that's some heavy forewarning for sure (laughs) right
0: so after the credits roll we get another look at this this paradise which looks very much like a Southern Californian mall or possibly some sort of science center because it's just gorgeous gardens and like a futuristic (laughs) building and mm. just all these people jogging through the the gardens in these um well, I've called them seatbelt D oh. strings.
1: They basically are oh, seatbelt, and they've got like little like peplum flares kind of coming out from the G strings. But yeah. like the first shot with the planet is this like blonde chick running through and it looks so uncomfortable because it looks like it's yeah. chafing horribly. like yeah. it's really like wedged up in there so you can see the full butt cheeks on either side and it just does not look like a fun thing to be running in and also but, why are you running <laughs> why well, running are you is running? fun why? yeah but like but is it fun are you running too like they just seem to be running around like
0: it's not even really running know. it's like jogging or prancing
1: it's a brisk prance yeah for yeah. sure it's definitely <laughs> definitely on the on the level of print. But the grass like the grass looks fantastic. I don't know mm. who is in charge of this like set design or like where this was, because it actually feels like we're out somewhere in nature. We're not just on some dodgy set. Like they've upped their game for this episode. Uh, it's not, definitely like, like a curated
0: botanic gardens or something.
1: Yes. We there are no painted backdrops or backgrounds. This is yeah. like hundred percent found a park and uh looking pretty good. The grass looks fantastic. It does look like something you'd want to be running. On in bare feet for sure. But like, I mean, what is the necessity of this crisscross strap situation that they've got going on? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't it's just, know. It ba- it's baffles. Cause like the guy's know. nipples are still out. I get yeah. for the girls. Cause like you need this crisscross ring to cover the breasts. Okay, sure. But for the guys, like it's not even covering anything. It's just like these little stripy straps that like also look like they would be super uncomfortable. Ah,
0: anyway. Here's a problem where world building and television standards uh, clash. Because I feel like the 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 female nipples should be on display because that would be an ease of use for breastfeeding.
1: Yeah, their mammals. Right? It's
0: like the male nipples are on display for reasons.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like we need to see the male nipples. Why? Because it's because their free culture and or like you know they're free, beautiful. Cult. They I don't know race. They just want to be exposed all the time. Okay, so why don't we show the ladies nipples? Oh no, we couldn't show the ladies. Couldn't nipples. do that. Why? couldn't do that because it's too sexy (laughs) (laughs) it's something that we too are similar with with them because uh because sexy and um and boobies and we've managed to sexualize a particular part of the female body why i don't know i don't know but they they have
0: as well they have as well
1: they have as well so that makes it fine right i don't know anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's naked
1: like white people through the gardens. Oh.
0: Oh, and they're very they're very affectionate because when um the away team beams down, it's like greetings are very int very intimate hugs with like squeezing oh, yeah. and and like smelling.
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> and they immediately like rush over to them as soon as they beam down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, stop sniffing and squeezing, squeezing and sniffing. It's uh it's very very interesting. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, but but I guess Wolf, Wolf's like,
0: immediately like, no, no, back off. Hang on, hang on. Who are you? Are you strangers?
1: I love how like, standoffish Wolf is. They're like, no, no, yes. no, get your naked body away from me. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare come near me. We know Wolf. Wolf
0: doesn't like being touched.
1: Yes. Wolf is, 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 is a lonely boy. But Troy is super into it. Oh, it's Troy's like, so oh, into Wolf. it. Yeah. So, I mean, of all of the people who are most into it, I'm gonna say Tasha Yar with a little side-like smile and a little like, "Ooh, yeah, let me just let me just get in with all of my hands,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> let me just touch all of that naked man body."
0: Yeah, there's a moment it's, where uh, she just like pushes her head against his shoulder, and there's this like yep. beautific smile on her face, just like, <gasps> "It's touching." And, like, <laughs> wow, I love
1: this. That's You've excited. been she's here before, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's found her home. <laughs> what?
1: She's found her home. She needs some good shit going on in her life. I mean, goddamn the, the stuff that's happened to her character in the last wow. like five episodes, four episodes. Oh, it's been awful. But, uh, but yeah, Wes is having a good time. Wes is
0: confused. Yeah. Wes is also, super confused.
1: But delighted. I'm going to say as well. I don't know. He seems yeah. into it, but uh, there's is it? Is it the moment uh,
0: where I can't even remember the name of the character that she shows up Like for the rest of the episode and I can't, I'm just calling her blonde woman um oh did, did you catch her
1: name women. no i couldn't remember it um main blonde, I, woman. main blonde woman we'll just call her main blonde bee maybe yeah, yeah. just yeah just, just be she'll figure it out she's she, she's someone we she just comes over it.
0: and after after these in, intimate hugs with everybody else comes to Wes and's like oh i'm not sure what your custom is with younger people and Wes is like uh just whatever you normally do please
1: do we fuck
0: <laughs> is, is this fuck? how it works
1: is this the younger people? No. Is this what we do? How old yeah. is we supposed to be? Forget like in his I, teens?
0: Like, Yeah, I feel like 14 to 16.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, about that age. Still too young for the fucking. Yeah, too young um, for the fuck.
0: Well, again, they're, they're like, okay, so they, we'd like to ask if other people may visit as well from our, from our people. And they're like, okay, we can go to the council chambers or we can just stay here and play.
1: Yeah, I wonder what they mean by play. Like, what do you I, mean? <laughs> I
0: think it's very clear what they mean by play. Because Riker's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Wesley can, Wesley, we'll go take Wesley to the chambers and then we play.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll we'll figure that out later, whatever, play. But I love how their custom is to, like, run just at a mile yes. jog, like, air. Like, instead of walking nice and slow, like, you know, taking the time and, like, you know, looking around, they're like, oh, our customers to run here. So let's just jog to the, like, yeah, the, the, the tr- centre tr- or whatever. Tr- 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 tr-
0: tr- and yeah. they're like,
1: jogging. <laughs> and oh Wolf God. is jogging. And Tashi Yara is looking over her shoulder at all the sexy fucks. And, uh, and yeah. so is Troy. It's, it's very funny. It's a oh very weird concept. It's, ba- it's-, it's basically, like, Ron like, excuse to have a lot of sexy, naked people
0: it <laughs> running <is> very, around <laughs> it is very 1970s sci-fi sex cult
1: yeah it is it is because everyone's kind of wearing the same outfit and kind of looks exactly the same
0: yeah.
1: uh and it's super happy and like in an uncomfortable way like yeah yeah it's uh, it always seems uh, to be pairs
0: of people jogging together so when the the whole crew like all the whole away team and their guides are jogging in like in in twos it looks even weirder they look like a little army formation marching down the road
1: yeah yeah they do it's like a little lion yeah very much army formation oh, it's very it's it's an interesting i wonder what like they were thinking as they were doing it the actors like oh this feels weird or yeah oh, I'm into-
0: <laughs> probably i'm sure i'm sure will wheaton's written about it at some point because this feels like the kind of thing that people would have asked him
1: Oh, for sure. Because this is like yeah. the episode for Will, uh, in the first, uh, oh, what I remember, whenever I think of Will Wheaton in the episodes, he's, or like uh, Wesley in his episodes, I think of this one, because it's yeah. like the most <laughs> awkward interaction. Um, oh, yeah, I feel sorry so- for
0: him, because he would have just been, anyway, <laughs> it feels like he was just thrown yeah. into a situation where it's like incredibly uncomfortable and has to act and is not given yeah. great lines
1: no no not at all the writing in this episode is not fantastic but we'll get
0: into this um so they they jog over (laughs) to the council and um main blonde lady is very impressed with Riker's stamina it's like oh you managed to jog very well it's like oh yay Riker in his element obviously but this is when they see some teenagers scampering past and they're like wesley would you like to join them
1: yeah because they're younger they're like your age ish so uh demographic will just throw you in with that bunch and 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 just leave you alone completely alone on this planet full of strangers
0: make some friends Uh,
1: yeah like yeah i don't know i feel like not the best move and and you know for the bridge crew to be just leaving kids alone on a planet with some other i mean i guess they kids but, like, still, you'd, you'd want to, you know, cement relations, if, if you know what I mean. Before. I think Riker's
0: already cemented a few relations.
1: I know. The chick hugs him again. Like, he gets double hugs. Like, you, you're such oh, a... Oh, yeah. Oh, you're high stamina, Mr. Riker. And Riker's like, fuck yeah, dude. Whoa, 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 you don't even know. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Ha-ha, uh-huh, ha-ha. Uh-huh. So, uh, so that happens. Uh, and, yeah, Wesley fucks off with these kids. And then they go inside to the mm. most awkward looking like the first shot we get is these guys like playing harp like really really uh animatedly i don't know yeah they're
0: super into that harp
1: oh man they both look so they're like looking off in the distance and they're like plugging at these strings while almost completely naked like the guy in the pink like like what are they called but what did you call them the spandex crisscross bikinis uh uh, seatbelt g-strings thank you uh yeah he's he's having a great time he he look, he's looking like blissed out staring yeah. up in the distance and
0: rings. there's like some sort of dance going on there's like a massage and a sauna um oh, yeah. d-
1: one guy getting a massage and he's all oily and greased super up super oily is- they all look like they're doing some trippy yeah like i don't know uh wacky style swedish spa dance thing it's it's a it's a fun time
0: i, I mean i wouldn't I hate it no, I mean it, it, the outfits are really the problem and the hair, but
1: mostly the hair. It's very, it's hair. very seventies. Like it's, it's wild. It's curly. Everyone has a perm, or if they mm-hmm. don't have a perm, they have a blowout, like blowout wave. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's wild. Oh, and this poor guy. There's this one guy, and he just looks like he has the most horrible like front wedgie ever. Like you know how. <laughs> You know, some people have, like, can't like you know, women, can, you know, the concept of a camel toe yeah. on a man, I've never seen before. but like,
0: A moose knuckle, um, I believe it's called.
1: Oh, a budgie, yeah, budgie smuggling <laughs> to the man. He just looks so uncomfortable, but he's acting through it. He's passionate. He's there for the acting. <laughs> he's oh, my God. doing the best job he can.
0: For oh, sure. wow.
1: But that's yes. after the greasy... Yes. Anyway, I just yes. it's just thing.
0: like a slow pan across this entire room as everyone dances and has moose knuckles and gets massaged. And like I don't even remember that there's any information in this scene. It's just my first thought was Riker, don't knock anyone up because I'm pretty certain that's gonna break the prime directive.
1: Oh yeah, true. <laughs> don't don't let that be the first encounter with a new species. <laughs> please, yeah. Riker, please keep it in your pants. But uh but no, I feel like oh. that's encouraged in the episode. Like everybody seems to be down. Like yeah. Tasha yeah, the guy's like enjoy what we have and Tasha's like, Okay Okay, and, and takes
0: like, like two people away with her.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Troy's looking a little bit overwhelmed, but like she's into it, she's keen. Uh well, right. She's, she's, getting... not... <laughs> she's probably getting
0: getting. Oh. All... Troy's oh. probably getting all the feedback from just all these people who are happy all the time
1: yeah she's like over overstimulated. so like, she's just like this is
0: great this is fucking awesome everyone's happy for once <laughs> yeah
1: yeah she must be like getting off on that for sure because it's yeah. in her brain and she can just be completely content and happy but yeah, yeah everybody pays off like they just take they just take them they're just like yeah let's go and then they go off and just like oh okay Whoa, okay this is happening
0: This is probably a good time to actually bring it back to like D&D and RPGs and things. This is a good example of having the veil and the line and kind of like darkness falls sort of thing or fade to black in in a role-playing game because a lot of people aren't comfortable having sex and and romance and things like that in a game. And having that sort of scene where you're like, okay, and you all pair off and you go to different rooms and then we cut to a different scene. And then when we come back, you've all had sex. It was great, wonderful, yay. And we're going to continue with the story.
1: (laughs) That's true, because then you don't have to sit there and have to be like, if you're another player character and there's like two other player characters having sex, like you don't have to sit there and kind of act it out or, or be yeah. the one listening to two people act it out. You can kind of like, yeah, like fade to black screen it a little bit. But on the other hand, it's sometimes very funny. <laughs> it is very funny. People, like to, if maybe not so much. I actually know player characters would be fine but like i love the dynamic of having like a dm and then a player character and the dm's playing an npc and the player character is like trying to seduce them or like either like backwards forwards either (laughs) either or and like the rest of you are just an audience sitting and listening to like what's happening are they gonna fuck like how they gonna fuck like what's going on (laughs) i as a as a
0: game master i've always appreciated Being a troll in that regard and having like unexpectedly horny NPCs. Yes,
1: yes. Because player characters
0: love that idea of, oh, I'm going to flow with them. Oh, I'm going to be like all suave and cool. And then if you like come in, you've got a bugbear. It's like, oh, hello. What's going on with you? (laughs) And they're just like, (laughs) oh, oh, I didn't expect this. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, just completely trolling them and being like, so like puffing from a cigarette like this giant bugbear that just wants to fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) Oh, i love it that's so great fucking yes that's the thing i love the power of the dm being able to like control that in a way and have more fun with the pcs and just completely have it go off the rails and be like Mm. it like you're expecting yeah like i I don't know a play character wants to be suave and sexy and like flirty and then to have like the power of the dm to be like no we're just going to be obnoxiously like shitty about this and be as open as like you can or like having the ability to do that is a lot of fun but also yeah yeah, for the comfortableness of the group being able to like have them vet that if they like you know say yes or no to whether or not they want that interaction because then you can take it completely off the rails or you can kind of like dial it back down and have a fade to black if you want which is is completely fine but yeah i love i love the the option of having that i i definitely as a dm love playing characters like that where you can just be like (laughs) Uh yeah, giant bugbear who was or giant or, or like a horny little like yeah goblin. Halfling or, or gnome
0: or. or something. It's like it's fun. Yeah.
1: It's very it was, much the um
0: uh, Dragon me. Age Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Age with is it Iron Bull? I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: the Iron Bull <laughs> Yeah who wants to write Iron Bull, baby. <laughs> I
0: I oh, keep okay. thinking of in Star Wars with Maz Kanata in The Force Awakens, where she likes oh. she's really into Chewbacca. And she's like, "Wait, Where, like, where's my boyfriend?" <laughs> it's just, like, oh, "Okay, you're really <laughs> into the seven foot tall hair dude. That's cool."
1: <laughs> I, I haven't watched Star Trek enough. I haven't seen that. Is that like in one of the the movies, or is that in Star movie? Wars? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's the seventh uh. movie, I think. No, it, it's good. Like bringing up their veils and and lines and things like that, because the the Edo, which is the um, the name of the species on this planet, they do have that rule that no one is forced into doing anything they don't want to or they're uncomfortable with. So that, that idea of yeah, consent that- is very clear in their, their world. Um, yeah, and that kind I- of comes into the the role-playing game as well. It's like, well, you lay out beforehand what you're comfortable with and you have that fade to black if everyone every, if people don't want to experience that in the game.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like how they bring that up because you don't get that in many 80s TV shows. Even no. the concept of <laughs> is is very uh, very... Underdone or underplayed. But
0: um but yeah. So, but yes. so we go back to the bridge and um yes, Data has been investigating and realizes that this thing off the starboard bow is not a glitch. That there is definitely something there. They just can't really sense it all the time. And Geordie's like, Yeah, all the sensors are working perfectly, so there's no problem with this. And Picard's like, Hmm and just like sends a, a broadcast out and it's like, Hello, unidentified ship off our starboard bow. This is the USS Enterprise uss enterprise sure um and then this this ship appears like kind of fades into existence it's like oh shit there's something there
1: yeah it's like oops okay we found something um and then he's like please you know maybe identify yourself maybe if you could and then yeah, they the ship like it it comes up out of nowhere, and then like <laughs> Picard is confused. Uh, oh, he's very confused.
0: Is, he's like staring there for a good twenty seconds, just like what?
1: Because it? it's yeah. not like it's not really like it's not like a full ship. It's kind of like it's kind of like through a veil. It's like it's it's something like it's a bit blurry. It's not really, if I remember right, it's kind of you don't it's not just seeing a ship like something's going on with it like it's kind of see-through it's it's uh it's it's definitely spinning
0: in an odd odd way yeah
1: for
0: sure yeah um and it's sending a response back to them and even even the sensors say that it's not all there they're like it's half here and half somewhere else and basically once you're able to translate the message it just said stand by
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, like, fate. didn't he say it was, like, fading out of, like, uh, their reality, like, into another yeah. reality or something? Like, bouncing yeah. back and forth. Because science, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh... But
0: then this small little object starts to float into the, like, floats towards the Enterprise, and then floats into the Enterprise. They lose contact with the away team. And then it just kind of yeah. floats through different layers of the ship, and then just comes up to the bridge and just, like, floats in front of Picard, this little blue glowing orb. And the entire ship shakes when it speaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird.
0: Yeah. Um, State the purpose.
1: Yeah. I love how they brought back the electrical, like, like sci-fi effects. Mm -hmm. Again, I love all of the blue electricity kind of effects that they bring on. It's very cool.
0: I Uh, love the shaking the camera that they do. Yeah. The whole, they're going to shake the camera and everyone move around and look like you're, you're tumbling. Oh, there's not enough of that.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, there's lots of that in Star Trek. Come on, this is Next Gen. We have, like, camera shaking whenever anything happens to the ship. Like, whenever there's a hull breach, whenever there's, like, you know, a a, a fire, thrusters, anything, the camera shakes and people Mm -hmm. get to, whoa.
0: There's (laughs) an episode of Tabletop with, with obviously, Will Wheaton because he hosted it, but he had one of his former co-stars from Next Gen on, and they do that. Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, let's <laughs> let's pretend we're on a ship again, and they do it in Unison, like completely unplanned, because they were that good at it.
1: That's so good. Yeah, because it's like almost every episode where they do this. It's yeah. like the Star Trek. It's It's, it's a great. Star Trek thing. It's a Star Trek thing. It's a Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek shake, baby. Yeah. Star Trek Shake Shaking on out. Anyway, it's a it's a good time. But yeah, this, this freaky little guy is basically dropping some info and this little being like don't interfere with my children below. Like, I don't know, some shit. He's being a little bit of a a
0: proud daddy. It wants to know why um, they left people on the... Are they going to leave people on this planet? And why did they leave people on the previous planet they went to? So, yeah, that that idea of what... And Picard has to kind of explain what a colonist is and why they do that. And the blue orb's like, well, don't do that here. Uh, And then it kind of turns around... It turns around to look at Data and Data's like, they're asking yeah. me for an info exchange. And then it just like attaches itself to his forehead and he tumbles over.
1: Yeah, they touch noggins. It's like <laughs> this big blue orb like touches his little his forehead and then he completely zones out and drops to the floor. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck?
0: Maybe because it's the horny episode, but the way he tumbled and this like landed and the thing just sitting on top of him. I kind of feel that that's what happened with Tasha Yar back in the Naked Now. It's just like, info exchange, jumps him.
1: <laughs> and then they touch foreheads and pass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like possibly. be the way he likes to be fully functional. We don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's what Yar was doing. Anyway, we go back down to the planet. Um, Wes and the fellow children uh running yep. around and one boy They're can do running. handstands.
1: Yeah, and he's like, "I bet you can't do this." <laughs> yeah, understand.
0: he just walks. Al- no, he does a handstand. Then he walks along the path on his hands. Um, but but little does he know that Wes's stunt double can do cartwheels.
1: Yeah, way to go, Wes's stunt double! Look at him go, and he does like a little backflip and shit too. Yeah, it's great. And the yep. chick is so impressed. It's like, oh, I she want is. to do something with you. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, uh, something you can teach me. I want to do something too with you. Uh. What? It's something you can teach me, will you? Uh, well, actually, there are some games I don't quite know yet. It's playing ball. Will you teach me? Oh, sure. Uh, if you have a bat for the ball, I can show you my favorite. A bat, a stick, or a branch. Um. About this long, this thick. We can get it in the
1: gardens. Come on. Yeah, teach me, teach me. can't wheels, where's the stunt double? That would be great.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is it? Where's this line of of? Oh, there's some games I don't know how to play yet. It's like he's so yeah. sad he's going to get laid. He's so sad of oh it. At-
1: but I love it, like the undercurrent of like he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about, like at yeah. all. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no idea. Maybe he's just
1: like. Hey, I don't know i don't know some games um uh, but yeah maybe and then like i just have the idea that he has no idea what fucking is and he's just like what <laughs> <laughs> uh what Cotwheels? yeah i
0: can yeah cartwheels i can do
1: fuck it's so funny she's so keen like, she's so
0: <laughs> she's what like,
1: she's so interested in him oh, she's yeah. like Anyways and he's like, "Sure, do you have a bat? Do you have yeah. a baseball
0: bat?" Yeah, like, cuz no. she wants to play ball. She wants she wants to, wants to throw balls with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's just
0: <laughs> the I,
1: idea that uh, He's so he's so naive and he's just like, "Yeah, let's go play baseball." Uh not yeah. that thing that you mildly suggesting to do like fucking, mm-hmm. we'll just do baseball. We need a we need a, a stick. This long and this thick.
0: <laughs> I love that they don't really quite seem to know what a stick is either.
1: Yeah, and he has to explain it to them, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, it's like." this. He does like, oh man, he's just—it's just so awkward. It's so '80s and so strange. It's so
0: '80s, but they decide, look, we'll it. go into the gardens and we might be able to find a stick there because there's trees. Why not?
1: Yeah, yeah, and the two—the two guys—the two. Guys, the two... <laughs> I didn't want to i almost said cucks the two guys standing in the background while they're talking
0: i just feel that they're already in a, a relationship together that feels like an accurate assumption of them
1: A polycule or something yeah, yeah why not i mean yeah it's why not like, it seems like something's going down but yeah anyway so yeah. they all trot off to get like to, <laughs> to find get stick. a game of, as fun as they can get a game of baseball going i guess or so cricket i don't know what they're doing it's wild but um yeah. But yeah, that was that awkward interlude. And then we get Riker, I think, oh, yeah. right? He comes in on the orgy.
0: Yeah, wandering <laughs> yeah. through and just like see people playing games like this will please you. They're playing some sort of how many pebbles have I got in my hand or something. <laughs> Feels oh, my so God. weird. Feels so how weird.
1: How many pebbles have I got on my body? You must find them. I think it's wet. And he just know? kind
0: of, he's wandering through and he's like seeing people make out. And then there's Wolf who's just standing there very sternly all by himself.
1: Yeah, I love to think that when they dragged Wolf away, he has literally not moved. He's just been standing in the, in the middle of the orgy,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> watching people arms crossed, being like, well, we should fire the engines, and get the thermos, something, I don't know, just threatening, like mumbling in a soft voice, like threatening shit to himself. I love hey. that idea
0: his little interaction with Riker is awesome though I I really enjoy that where he's all like I need a Klingon woman to be able to stand up to me (laughs) and and Riker's like yeah but you like sex like you're into the sex right (laughs) and then the
1: sex important bit like you know that right he's like
0: the good life Worf I am not concerned with pleasure commander I am a warrior even Klingons need love now and then for what we consider love, sir, I would need a clean-on woman. But about plain old basic sex? You must have some need for that. Of course. But with the females available to me, sir, earth females, I must restrain myself too much. They are quite fragile, sir. Worf, if, if anyone else had said that, I'd suspect he was bragging. Bragging, sir? I think I'll pass on that. I'd better check in. Oh, but but then he he's... Um. He's not humble brag because he's just saying it as fact. It's like human women are t- human females are too fragile for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like dad. Like, um, excuse me. We've met Tashiya.
1: Yeah, like she could probably take a whole bunch. And like you learn later on that like he's just being picky. He knows he can fuck. Like he knows he can yeah. fuck a regular. They're strong, baby. They'll take bruises. It's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, Wolf, like- Wolf's just a little. He doesn't like. I feel that like he's just like, no, this is this is a weird planet. These people are weird. I he's don't like disturbed. their plans.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's not into the perms. He's conservative. He wants like the teeth and the you know the viciousness and the and the and the non-restraint. Uh, and then Riker <laughs> like, woman. Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> Riker's like wolf. If anybody else said that, I think they'd be bragging. Uh-huh. And it's like, what the fuck?
0: Mm-hmm. What kind of
1: sex do you have, Riker? What's going <laughs> I on? I know.
0: How right- what so kind of
1: so cons- what, have you got a swing like what's going on? Hey, look, we it's don't right. know what troy's
0: into uh
1: but I mean she's definitely in the middle uh of these two other people yeah. <laughs> sitting on the bed so in the middle again in the middle of the orgy, there's these two a a, a guy and a babe sitting like beside her and they're having like a nice quiet conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how like she's just like, Oh, excuse me, and she gets up and like talks to Ryker and it's so funny.
0: (laughs) Well, this is this is when Rika realizes that they um they can't communicate with the ship. Oh yeah. when Troy comes over. And she just comes over and goes, No, it's not the Edo because because I can sense everything that's going on. They have no maliciousness whatsoever. Yeah. So I think that's that as well.
1: Yeah. That's kind of, yeah, and that set them up for the next bit because they, yeah, they have no idea what's going on. They're confused, but they can't get in touch with anyone to talk about them. Um, and then we and then we see Tashi. They're like, okay, let's yeah. go. Uh, and yeah, we'll out. go find
0: Wes. We'll bring everyone back together very, very quietly. We'll just kind of bring everyone close just in case something's going wrong. Uh, so they go to Meanwhile. find Wes and Wolf goes over to see Yah, who's just like chilling with with main blonde lady and, and main blonde dude.
1: Yeah, knuckle noose. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, knuckle noose guy. Uh, and they're having like these little champagne glassy kind of things with like this yeah. red liquid that looks fancy. Uh, and she's just she's just thrilled to be there. She is ecstatic. She loves she's it. just it. Like, so oh my happy. god! You tell me there's no crime whatsoever here. <gasps> That's so fascinating. And he's like, "Whoa, isn't that fascinating?" It's like, oh, and no one breaks any laws. Really? No police <laughs>
0: either. No polite police at all. There's just mediators no who live in the punishment zone. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Wait, so what? Punishment zone?
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what a segue from having a complete, like, you know, orgy to like, what? Punishment zone? <laughs> what? Uh.
0: Worf's ears prick up. Yeah, I or think Troy's like, do as well.
1: Yeah, maybe Rikers. He's in the background, being like, "What punishment zone? Where is it? Sorry, where's the? Here's a map. Point it out on the map to me." <laughs> I heard, it, I
0: heard there was a sex thing. Well, this is the thing they can't put it out on a map because it's selected randomly at any time, and they're just like yeah. kind of told, "Don't go in the punishment zone." Uh, and any crime broken in the punishment zone means death.
1: Yeah, and like, how do they know something's a punishment by the wisdom of the ancestors who, saw, who like you know organize this shit? And it's just like, oh well, that's just simple. We just don't do a pun- We just don't do a bad, and then we don't get punished for it. It's easy. Yeah. Just don't break any clothes, guys.
0: Because hey, no one wants to. No one wants yeah. to re- run the risk of being killed for just some random act. It's
1: yeah, like, exactly. What? Just stay in the orgy zone. I mean, fuck. <laughs> Literally, just hang out and fuck. Why want to leave? Um, uh, yeah, and then uh, like blatantly tasha's like oh i think the guy was like something like uh it's just a you know for small things it could be dumb like Hmm. staying off the grass oh no she's like
0: even keep off the grass it's like oh oh, shit we need to we need to find wesley now i love that it's not like rike is going to take a shortcut or something across the the lawn and suddenly be killed it's like no wesley is the problem wesley is the problem here
1: we know, we know where he's going to, there was so much grass. But that's the thing, at the beginning of the show, I mean, at the beginning of the episode, we saw people running barefoot on the grass. So yeah. like,
0: ah. Oh no, we're told that there's like a, a site, like they know not to go in those areas because there's like a big white bollard or something around it. It's like, I, I feel that one white bollard is not going to stop most people. Like, you see this thing and you're just told, don't go there. Like, all right, I guess I don't go into that area.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're, like, little terrarium areas or whatever. They're, like, little gardening areas.
0: Yes, the forbidden greenhouse.
1: The forbidden greenhouses, yeah. It is very confusing because there are pods. And, you know, for most of the point, they're running on the grass, like, running around, like, Mm. past, you know, pods. Not sticking to the pods, but running on the grass. So it is... Like, I don't know. It is. I feel kind of leaning more towards the Wes. I would be confused if there was suddenly grass that I could not run on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just siding with the Wes on this one. A bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Don't know why it's in the naked utopia. Um, oh,
0: it, it's but... weird because as they're running around, I think he says, um, "Throw the ball in front of me, and I'll catch it." And the yeah. other, the other boy. Deliberate, like, I feel deliberately throws it into the Forbidden Garden. Like, it lands yes. right where he shouldn't be running.
1: Yeah, and also, Wes, like, doesn't doesn't just, like, walk on the grass. Like, he leaps into this terrarium thing and, like, squishes all these beautiful flowers. With well, his, he like, trips on the bollard. Body. <laughs> yeah, but he full-body trips. Like, he full-body yeah. trips and then he leaps. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's Wes's done double, but, like, he... he flatten some of those you know important flowers that shouldn't be trampled on yeah. but yes it definitely happens uh who's to blame we'll never know but wes was there and he trampled on bard and then these two dudes in these oh very the mediators serious, yeah the mediators are very serious looking mediators and you know that you can tell that they're the mediators because they have belts and both of their nipples completely exposed
0: <laughs> you, well they're they're in gray they're not in white like everybody else
1: I know, yeah, they in this grayish, bluish, pastel, kind of, again, very 70s Swedish band-looking inspired outfit. But, like, you would think, though, for a certain level of importance, you'd want to cover the nipples on you occasion. you think so. You know?
0: but, Sometimes.
1: I, I, yeah, it's a I'd weak point. Oh. Yeah, you
0: don't, don't want to be staring
1: at people's nipples when you're, like, contemplating your death because <laughs> you stood on <laughs>
0: you uh, know well, but I, I love that Wes is so like his reaction to everyone like freaking out about this he's like but i'm fine i'm okay it's like yeah. dude you just landed on what is very clearly a flower bed. you feel that they're not worried about the flowers
1: yeah
0: like, completely he's self-centered being, he's a great teenager
1: he's amazing immediately he's like what's all this fuss, guys like don't worry about me it also like shows to how he probably has been brought up on the enterprise but like yeah. everything Every, everybody freaks out at the smallest thing when shit happens to him. It's like, no, I am fine. Don't worry about me. I'm it's fine. it's I okay. Didn't... I
0: just committed a mutiny.
1: Yeah, I just committed. <laughs> I just did a mutiny, <laughs> 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 but everything's fine. Don't worry about me. I am cool. Uh, wow.
0: So, so um, Riker and Troy show up, and um, Wes is just yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I, I did admit... that. And they're like, you admit you admit to this? And he's like, the worst line reading in the whole episode.
1: I was chasing the
0: ball and I fell into that. I'm really sorry. You admit you did that. Freely. I'm with Starfleet. We don't lie. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. oh my god.
1: What a, what a well, I uh, yeah.
0: I don't wanna I don't wanna speak out of turn, but I feel that may be Will Wheaton's worst line reading of his entire career
1: it's up there in at least the top 5 for sure yeah. it's and uh, he's he's definitely. a good
0: actor it's like that's <sighs> yeah it's disappointing
1: I'm in we don't lie i'm yeah. a good boy <laughs> i deserve a treat uh and then this guy brings out this little needle thing little oh like yeah he pops savvy. out the
0: he pops out this little syringe and yar and yeah. Worf arrive as well and uh, do they yes. zap no they don't zap him yet
1: no, they don't. They try to. They're like, we would have been painless. Like, because Riker is on it. He's like, no, you can't fucking just stab. Give me the thing. Give me the syringe. And the guy's yeah. like, but what? Would have been painless. He would have felt nothing. It would have been perfect. Boom, Because he just yes. admitted his crime. He
0: would. He <laughs> wouldn't have felt anything. Now you've scared him, you monster
1: yeah you have man how dare you and Riker's like all right all right man of this uh i'm gonna fucking beam up now can you hear us enterprise anybody anybody and obviously because communications are down like, yeah.
0: can't hear anything and, this oops. this <laughs> scene is all but it's like norm levels of of badness it's like the room levels in it oh, like yeah, this whole whole thing Yar and wolf arrive i'm like we reviewed the law lo- like yeah i thought i think Riker says didn't you check for for the the laws of this place? She's like, Yeah, I checked the laws. I didn't check the punishments. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my-, oh my god, yeah, do your job. Stop fucking these guys and do your job.
1: You had one job and you found out about it because you were trying to fuck. <laughs> like that's yeah. the only reason we knew. Like, otherwise we would have been fucked. Like, do your job, yeah. man. Come and- on. <laughs>
0: Riker's way of stopping this guy with a syringe is just like kind of body slam him with his elbow. He just like grabs him, just slams him to the ground, and I'm just and then they pull weapons on the mediators. I'm like, holy shit! Did everyone just get sentenced to death for breaking the law? Yeah,
1: this just escalated like Star Trek. I mean, Starfleet may not lie, but they slam and Riker slams. He just went in there completely. He said, "No, we're not doing this." He's the one who fucked up the prime directive. He's like, "No, we're out." Okay, yeah. bye. Yeah, <laughs> and then tries and, to leave, and then can't, and then he's like, "Oh, okay. oh
0: dear." Yeah, oh, but but Yah grabs the the syringe and's like and says, "It's a kind what? of syringe." I'm like, "No fucking shit! It is very clearly a syringe." Yeah,
1: it's not one of Yah's finest moments for
0: sure. Uh, well, and look, she she's confused. She's she's upset. She did some anyway. She,
1: she was so close. She was this so close. Uh, she was so close to getting her. Intentionally. Um, <laughs> and and oh, then wow. the the
0: it. the mediators in general are just these. I don't even know how to describe it. But these perfect pastiche of of weird ass cops, and they're like, "Is this how friends act? I thought we were friends, man." <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my and god! I, I thought we
1: were cool. I was a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you you were just gonna let me kill this kid, and then we were gonna all all bang. It's like this is fine. <laughs>
1: I know, I feel like they're keen to get back to the orchies. Like, yeah. Fuck you, fuck up my afternoon, man. You stepped on the flowers. I was going to kill you really nice and quickly and you wouldn't have felt anything. But now this guy, now you, and I have to do shit. And that's mm-hmm. uh, and,
0: uh, and like, if this was still a punishment zone, you'd all be in trouble. It's like, oh, okay. Is it still the punishment zone? Should I get out my whip? Is it, <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh
1: Immediately woke war. space. is like, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah,
0: it's punishment here. zone. I didn't know about this before. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we jump back to the Enterprise and it's still having problems contacting them, obviously. Crusher is um, is scanning data, who seems fine. Um, he's unconscious, oh, yeah, he's okay. but he seems he's fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's still unconscious on the ground and has the orb like spinning over his forehead. And I think he's like completely clocked out, but no, he seems okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the blue orb just goes, nope, I'm out. And as soon as it leaves, okay. they start getting messages from from the away team.
1: Yeah, yeah. Convenient, convenient, huh? Convenient yeah. blockage of time, Yeah. But you know, one minute where Wes stood on some flowers or oh, bodies, lime flowers. It's definitely. I,
0: I like that uh, Riker is very subtle about what's happened. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> something. Uh, something with the local laws has occurred here, sir. I need you down here. I request your presence down here to kind of sort it out. And they keep cutting over to, to Beverly. And it's like, yes, we're all very aware that she's going to freak out.
1: Yeah, yeah this was a good move, Riker. Well done. You don't yeah. want to freak the Beverly because she will just go insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the,
1: the uh, attacks in which Riker does not mention it. it's anything to do with Wesley. It's, I feel very, a very good idea. Well done, Riker. Yeah. Bravo so they send
0: they send data to sick bay, and picard beams down uh and kind he yeah. kind of gets troy's take on the whole thing like gets her opinion she's like these people are honest to a fault they're gonna they're just gonna do whatever it is they need to do um and yeah. we get the, the council of 80s hair yes yes the
1: council of 80s hair the full like perm slash blow wave of uh, oh of this race
0: no, no, the thing. Edo, the Edo. I remember they were the Edo because I first thought they were the ego. And I'm like, they are not the ego. They are definitely not the ego. That is weird.
1: That is that's weird kind of, thats kind Gal- that's Guardians of the Galaxy, isn't it? Isn't it called Ego? Isn't that Ego the, the, Ego the, the, the
0: Living Planet? Is- yeah.
1: Yeah, ego But yeah, Picard gets to see all the beautiful naked, semi naked white people and
0: <laughs> he's much more calmer Picard, like- about it all. No one gives him a nice lingering hug
1: yeah no one suggested with him with the fucking like nobody seems to offer him any any pussies on a golden plate like there's nothing god the like guy that gets stricts like well we were gonna kill the boy and then you guys stepped in and beat up a uh one of the magistrates wait what was his name one of the uh what are they called the police the uh the
0: mediators the
1: mediators beat up one of the mediators and now we're here so let's yeah. discuss
0: and they, they mentioned he? that because of the prime directive, because they need to like adhere to the local laws, Wes is being held, like he doesn't get to be in this scene. And um, mm-hmm. they talk about law, they talk about the death penalty and how that the, the humans don't find it as a as a deterrent anymore. Um, and there's that moment the counselor, the main blonde dude, is just so salty about it. He's like, Well, since you're so advanced, I guess it would be okay with our laws if you just came and took him and took him away. And then, oh, no, us primitive people couldn't stop you. That would be okay with our laws. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge.
1: Yeah, it's so salty. He yeah. seems very, very much like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, colonialism, um, please yeah. don't do because you uh, will be bastards <laughs> yeah. so uh, and then Picard's like
0: yes, but the prime directive and I can't do that, and, like yeah. he's giving you an out you dick yeah. <laughs> you yeah yeah
1: particularly they, um, because, particularly
0: because I, I I don't I don't want to interrupt particularly because at the end of the episode, that's exactly what he fucking does
1: no and it's like if you're gonna do it just do it at the beginning so you don't have to go through all this like you're basically fucking around with these people even more by like pausing and being like no nah, i shouldn't because prime directive and then in the end just being like no nah, you know what fuck it i'm doing it oh anyway my
0: <laughs> oh my god it's so it's it's so, so frustrating tough.
1: I don't understand um, what the point of the episode is then, if they're just gonna like fall back on their word anyway. Like, what was yeah. the point of this other than to have a bunch of naked people running around? Well,
0: sorry, we, we'll white get people. to we'll get to a why it. Yeah, it's very white people. Um, <laughs> we'll get to what the point of the episode is, and there's a couple of scenes because the other thing that Picard does down here because they're delaying Wesley's punishment until sundown for reasons, I guess, to give them a chance <laughs> to help him escape. But because Picard so- asks about the other ship that they saw in orbit. Like this thing yeah. that's there and not there. And main blob like, do you mean God?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they it protects us, God. Yeah. Uh, it exists here and also in another place, you know. But, you know, when God wants to show its power, it can make itself felt, you know, really a lot. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, what does that mean? I'm very yeah.
0: confused. And Crusher yeah. calls in and's like, Data's awake and has something to say, tell to you. So Picard's like, would anyone like, could anyone return to the ship with me and identify something? And main blonde woman's like, as a hostage, yes, I will go. And, it was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, and, and Picard's like, no, 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 no. I just want you to look at the thing and then we'll send you back. Yeah. i <laughs> <And laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. She's like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. I really want to check out this spaceship. But they understand what hostages are
1: yeah i find that interesting because like in a place where there's no you know crime there's no you know in, there's no anything no war no it, everything's so peaceful like how does she know the concept of what a hostage would be like and immediately
0: uh, leaps to that conclusion too
1: yeah and and yeah. is willing to go like yeah let me is this like a punishment room like is this <laughs> yeah
0: <this>? <laughs> <laughs> oh do i get it's to like be the do i get to be the hostage <laughs> <laughs> oh no captain picard don't put me in no, your suite <laughs> Oh, get to Picard! Oh no, no! Oh, stop! Don't talk to me about anthropology, please. No. Oh. <laughs> and ethics. Um. So, Picard, Troy, and main blonde woman beam back up to the ship, and she is like, well, she's like, but this is just like a really big city. This is just exactly the same, but it's in space. Uh Where but Beverly. More and there's more, you
1: know, people of color, and not everybody's yeah. white
0: and black. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's a problem because um, Beverly has seen the report from the away team regarding Wesley and is not mm. happy. Uh, and, okay. oh, my God, Picard just being like, in a moment, Dr. Crusher. And she's like, oh, "My," he's like, in a moment.
1: you oh, your goddamn tongue, Beverly. Just chill for a minute. Oh. <laughs> he's literally yeah. in, like, trying to, like, you know, be a diplomat as he speaks. And Bev's just hovering over his shoulder being like, but Wesley, Wesley, but Wesley. I'm a mother. I'm a mother. Beverly, I'm a doctor. But I'm a mother. <laughs> it's oh. like, yeah, we know. You're a fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, the characters. Oh, the character
0: yeah. assassination. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they take main blonde woman to the observation lounge, and yes. show them the the ship or the object off off the starboard thing, and she just bows and drops to her knees and shuts squeezes her eyes shut, and she's like, it's God yes that's your that's my god and they're like how do you know it's gone and it's like well it's appeared before
1: oh yeah that's right it's like yeah. how do you recognize what it is it's like okay well.
0: like they, they really have to they tea like have to drag it out of her because she is freaking out
1: yeah and troy is like nothing's gonna hurt you i promise just tell us how you recognize it and and she's just like she's freaking out for sure but like yeah yeah, it's appeared before and um and uh and yeah it's 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 interesting
0: and then the ship just starts like zooming towards them and it's like return my child
1: yeah he's a super protective daddy like oh yeah daddy
0: he's gonna (laughs) fuck them up he's gonna mess up the enterprise and Picard's like ah here's the communicator just just beam beam her out beam her out beam her out now get her her out of here
1: Oh my god. I like and the, he would have thought maybe it would have been a good idea to not do this, Picard, but like, yeah, yeah. I guess. Anyway, everybody's freaking out. Yeah. Um and the ship like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, the ship then goes okay. like okay, cool, I'm gonna back away now. And Picard's like, I regret scaring that poor young woman. It's like that's what you regret.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was the point of doing this? Like, why would you know. I mean to, to, i guess to recognize that because you not have taken a photo i mean like it would have been simple i'm sure the concept of photography is still around like hey look there's this display screen that i have on this on this pad that i brought down with me to your planet surely you can tell me you've seen this before <laughs> no okay cool
0: okay. um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, it was weird i guess it shows that the um the ship is very protective of the of the edo
1: yeah, but also like maybe there could have been a better way to to do that that doesn't really violate the prime directive in a way that because they're yeah. still I mean the prime they're still fucking with them like they're still like doing shit with them they're still involved in you know potential fucking I don't know it's weird
0: potential it's, fucking
1: like, potential fucking could have happened and they yeah. were okay with it because they didn't you know kill yeah. them I guess.
0: Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah so fucking crush- fine.
1: Still will, like give them any technology because that's fucked up <laughs> yeah but, anyway,
0: the so- um <laughs> beverly is still terrified about what might happen to wes and furious yeah. at picard of course and picard like kind of comes like look i'm scared for the boy too i'm i'm worried yeah. about it so but he heads over to sickbay and data gives him a, a bit of information about what he got from the from the blue orb um yeah, and they—it's very clearly not a god. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's not a god. It's some sort of like, um, it's Inter- not a single entity. Just,
0: yeah, it's—it's it's like they, an interdimensional like, creature that that or creatures that um yeah have claimed this little star cluster as their territory, and they understand that the Edo worship them, but they're just like, all right, well, I guess that works for us, um, and. Yeah. There's a thing about Data babbling, which I guess is, I guess what he does. <laughs> data babble. Techno babble. I don't know. It, it was babbling. weird. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it. Wait, I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. He's like, um... stop
0: babbling, Data. He's like, babbling? I don't think I babble. I think I talk in a regular tone. Uh, yeah. But so it's like, that's is- not...
1: Yeah, sorry. It just right. It's a similar to the Snoop and the. Yeah,
0: in the, that's what uh, I expected him to say, actually. But I guess this is kind of showing that Picard's a little bit frazzled as well.
1: Yeah, well, Picard's always frazzled. Sometimes, I mean, particularly frazzled with data. But yeah, it's, frazzled it's, with
0: data, yeah. and always when Wesley's in trouble, he gets a bit concerned when Wesley's in trouble.
1: Ah, like, get to the point, man. Is, yeah, yeah. It's very, and then he's like, "No, just could you please answer my questions in organised and brief manner, please." Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay I do like that it seems like the vessel or the other species is observing them and they like checked all the rules and things like that and they understand the, their situation but they're like well if you violate your prime directive you're kind of hypocrites and can we trust anything you say
1: yeah see they've done more research than I think you know Tasha did in this instance yeah. Like at least they know that there are uh, there are particular rules that they obey and stick to, and and you'll have consequences for. Whereas opposed to Yah, who is just like, oh, a bunch of naked people who fuck. Okay, everybody you ready? <laughs> let's go. I looked yeah. up what they are, at least what they're into, but I didn't look up the punishment. So boopity boop, my bad. <laughs> really, it's actually Yah's fault. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. She yeah. never gets any back for any of her decisions, but. Right. Well, oh, it's yeah.
0: Starfleet rules. It's like something weird happened. Did everyone survive? Okay, cool. We're just going to let that one slide as a one-off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's just never talk about it again. What? Yeah. Reports? No, we don't see them. Don't worry about it. Just uh, delete all your personal logs and we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
0: And then the next the next scene is just boring because Picard and Data are just talking about how difficult it is for this to see. I, I say boring. It's like this is an important element of... of um plot i guess as they talk about what the prime directive was for and i think he says the prime directive was never intended for situations like this i'm like no it was precisely designed for situations like this
1: yeah yeah it's you learn everything about the culture you're about to you know touch base with and then you don't fuck with them and then you leave (laughs)
0: Yeah, uh, it's like the Prime without, Directive says that you leave a culture intact and allow them to act as they want, even at the detriment or the death of your crew. Like specifically yeah. says that.
1: Yeah, and this is just Picard being sentimental about the boy. So the boy, it's fine, the boy. Like it uh, is Picard's fault, but like you should have just straight up been like, "Well, that's a consequence, Bev. For bringing your boy on a starship, so we're out." Prime Directive yeah. holds. Later, bye. Yeah. Uh, and then, like in one swell swoop, he would have gone rid of, I guess, the boy.
0: <laughs> it yeah. Would have
1: been fine. Uh, but yeah. Uh,
0: it's it's That's, a weird say. Anyway, uh, they kind of go. What are, what is this species that is watching over the Edo? Maybe they're their version of colonies, just the way that we colonized other planets. And yeah. Yeah. In- interesting yeah. ideas but we'll never see them again so it does not matter uh, And Bev- <laughs> Beverly arrives and very is like I would like now that I've finished my duties, as captain I would like to go down and see my son and he's like yeah we're going down I'll come with you and we're not going to let Wes die
1: so yeah nice. I feel like maybe maybe she should have been allowed to go down earlier than this like I it, yeah. I don't really understand the situation like I don't really understand his I guess that not escalate the situation and but I mean it would if if they explained it to them being like, Hey, this is the mother of the boy. She just wants to see the boy, like the boy. make sure the boy's okay. <laughs> I feel like they would have sympathized with that. Uh anyway, I don't know. It's just, it's a bit of a weird bit of a yeah. weird moment for but that's fine. There's lots of weird moments in this push sure. all. But yeah, they go down. They're they all
0: And the, the, the Warak it. is like, Bring Wesley to us. Um as well. He's like, No, no, Wesley has to be here at sunset. Like when you said you were going to kill him, we want to see, see Wesley. Um, and when Picard comes down, main blonde woman comes over and goes, you are a God as well, because you share the sky with our gods. And he's like, I'm really not really not.
1: Yeah. Please don't worship me. Please. Yeah. The Picard, please. <laughs> I feel like there's a, there's another episode, isn't there? With where a, a species sides, the Picard is like almost a God. Yeah. I think I remember
0: that one. Yeah. Yeah. Or an angel or something. Anyway, Wes shows up and is just like, am I going to die, everyone? Are you going to let them kill me? Please don't let them kill me. I'm still a virgin.
1: Daddy Papa, please don't let them kill me. I I didn't even get to show them the stick. (laughs) Uh, We need to show them stick.
0: (laughs) That's the worst way of phrasing it. I need to show them stick.
1: (laughs) Please, they they don't know what it is. How do they not know? oh my god
0: Uh, um so the mediators too they're not mediating at all they're just mad about everything
1: yeah they're they're straight up mad they're not like trying to get involved or trying to like you know mediate they're just like yeah please don't
0: (laughs) and i've noticed that they're very religious like they seem more religious about these laws than everybody else does
1: yeah. Well I guess that's their job as mediators to be like the ones who really uh, you know, into the laws and into the yeah. of you know, the things and the rules and, and stuff. So yeah, mm. I mean
0: I mean maybe that's like their maybe it is a dystopia, like like a proper dystopia that the mediators are actually the ones that tell you it's like, oh no, don't go over there because God will punish you. Oh no, I guess I'm gonna have to surrender you. And it's just yeah, them running the whole thing.
1: We never find that out because... No, we don't. Um, no, because they just leave
0: <laughs> yeah. after
1: a little hard speech by Picard. And Raga. Um, Raga, and then Raga
0: helps
1: be- out. Uh, yeah, Raga's there. He definitely pipes up. Um, but they're like, God will punish you. And he's, yeah. Picard's and, like, and No.
0: Picard's like, Starfleet <laughs> will punish me too, which is probably worse.
1: Yeah. And Wes is, even Wes gives logic. He's like, Are you sure you want to do this, sir? Because the entire crew could die. And then Picard's like, nope no we're taking you
0: <laughs> yeah and so, he's like you don't get to make that choice boy And he's like but i'm involved with this this is when wesley steps up well done wesley
1: yeah. he, he it wesley tries. crushed it wesley did crush it wesley this is a wesley crusher moment wesley crushed yeah. it and fucking moose knuckle guy is like what of justice what is what of uh and then he has not it's like, no, fuck you. We'll even. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See you. He apologizes
0: hours. to them. He's like, I just, he, he's even like, prepare for beaming six. He's like, we're going. All of us are going. I'm very sorry <laughs> to have ruined your, your culture um, and just waltzing <laughs> away, but no, nah, we out. But they can't leave. And it's the most awkward thing of them just standing there being like, <laughs> we're still here, guys. <laughs> what
1: are we, what are we, why can't we beam out? And then the mediators are like, ha! Huh? Fuck you, God is God is stepping in because yeah. He hates you. It's basically yeah, true. The big God in the like, ship in the sky has stepped in and been like, no, you can't leave. You fucked with my children, and now you want to leave.
0: Um, but then Picard has his speech about there can be no justice if laws are absolute, and Picard and Riker just kind of throws a line in as well, and then they start to beam away. And they're like, well, I guess they agree with you, first officer. It's like Yeah,
1: so that makes it fine. <laughs> that makes it yeah. cool. We're all cool. The yeah. big machine on in the sky said it was cool, guys. It was okay. fine. Bye. Bye.
0: So they get no. they get, oh, cool. get backed. Sorry.
1: No, 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 it's okay. I was just gonna I was just gonna say the the country reparations on this species, on this race of people is fucked. Yep. <laughs> they basically like Said no, we're special because we're Starfleet, so bye. Yeah. yeah that's, basically. That's
0: a... um, no but drag. back on the bridge, Picard hails the, the god vessel and just basically says, Okay, we're gonna leave. We're not gonna come back. Do you want us to remove the colonists from the other planet? And there's just no response. The vessel just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's not an answer. Do we do we take them <laughs> or not?
1: Ship, God? Sir, sir, yeah. <laughs> God, what's going on? Yeah, and, and he just basically goes, no, oh, I'm out. And then he bounces and uh, disappears yeah. and they never, yeah, yeah, never hear. Yeah, never hear from them
0: again because Picard's like, well, I wish we could have learned more from them. Set course for somewhere else. Just yeah. like, no, I want to learn more about this fucking deal. What's going on here? The end. It's, <laughs> it's like, that told me nothing
1: it's so it's so like short and abrupt it's like wait what (laughs) okay so they completely disregarded the prime directive so they're out right and then and then and then and then (laughs) and then the god planet thing ship that was protecting them from you know these assholes like starfleet or whatever just decide to let them go and then not speak to them like completely like ghost them and leave And then like, okay, cool. Guess we'll never come back. Bye. We won't do any scientific research whatsoever. This is this is us. We're out. We're done. Okay. See you later. See you never. (laughs) Well, now,
0: now we respect them.
1: I hate it. And then like, so what happens? They never contact them ever again. I guess because then like, what kind of relationship? Like, how is this fucked up the culture? Because I guess from that point you'd be like, well, I guess yeah, maybe maybe crime shouldn't be absolute. Maybe punishment shouldn't be death. Like what are we gonna do everybody what oh happens if bob steps on grass and then everybody looks at bob and it's just like what did you even think about stepping on grass like, oh man i
0: don't know <laughs> it's, 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 i like uh, i like the idea that it's not so much like a colony it's more like a test speaker like this is just what happens if you like let people just chill and give them absolute laws and they're like well the experiment's ruined throw it out and just nuke the planet yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. I feel like every episode of Star, every episode of Star Trek Next Gen, like the first couple of seasons, starts off like this. It's like, hey, what if we found this like planet full of sexy, you know, naked white people from the seventies or eighties, and um, and got them to fuck all the time, but and then also maybe die if they did anything remotely wrong, like wrong on this very abstract, obscure list of things. Yeah. Uh, or, or not even give them a list, just tell them not to do anything bad and let that be an abstract concept in their mind, but also have a full understanding and knowledge of what they can and cannot do. And then fuck with them. And then have another ship come down be like, no, we're not going to listen to anything you say. Mm -hmm. We're going to play a text and then leave, (laughs) but also potentially fuck, but no. It's just like, oh,
0: it's so, you
1: know,
0: you know what the Edo really reminded me of?
1: yeah the eloi
0: from the time machine (gasps) that's kind of what i was expecting like this very simple small like hobbit like species almost who are very friendly and happy and really into pleasure but then Uh, something comes along that's dark and horrible and steals them for food
1: yeah yeah that's that tracks except like a set you know like a um What's the, not Maze Runner, what's the, uh maybe, what's that movie with um the 70s movie that was, fuck, I've forgotten what it's called. Hold on, I've got to find it. Uh, oh, shit, I can't even remember the actor's name. It's some movie that was made, it's like a sci-fi movie from the 70s that had the actor from Cabaret in it. For The Life of Me. No, I can't remember. <laughs> but something like that, but with like a 70s spin on it, so you've got really sexy humans yeah. instead of the e yeah, yeah, and then some, dark and evil comes during the night to steal them away yeah Uh, and and then the next day is completely fine yeah Yeah. see that's very 70s concept i think and i think having all like a whole bunch of naked white people running around the epitome of like you know elite human like perfectionism or whatever is the Aryan method
0: yeah
1: yeah pretty (laughs) old concept uh concepts so yeah yeah it's give me 75 this episode for sure
0: what it, it did make me think of when it comes to an rpg is the element that religion often plays in laws and alignment in this regard like D in particular is a very religion focused game like clerics are a key part mm-hmm. of it and that you can have gods just kind of floating around all over the place and dealing with mad gods and all that kind of stuff. So religion's kind of built into D&D, and that seems to be where a lot of laws come from. So I think if you're watching this episode, you kind of look at, well, where do the laws come from? And what role does a god actually play in the day-to-day lives of their followers?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because in D&D, you can get gods who are very... Like, you can essentially... As a DM, play play a god in some because you can yeah. you can directly speak to some gods, um, or some characters can directly speak to their gods, uh, in you know search of knowledge and understanding and stuff. So being able to actually, like, play the communication between the player and their god, and the, like the intimate relationship, or maybe you know fucked up relationship they may have, like it's it's a mm. really cool idea
0: for sure. Mm because i'm thinking about the mediators in particular like they they're dicks but they are following their god's tenets exactly
1: yeah so they don't really know that they're dicks they think they're being great like yeah They think they're being yeah
0: and they make fantastic antagonists in a in a game because you're just like these are the laws and the god is angry the god has the power to do these things so you need to find another way around it and Picard just goes no nah, beam away um But it's an interesting, a very interesting setup for somebody who can't just get out and kind of appeal to the gods, better nature or find, find an option. So, yeah, there's a lot of potential in this, but they are just kind of ignored for a discussion of capital punishment was what it feels like it boiled down to and the connection between, you know, religion and capital punishment.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. the conservative nature of like yeah the the relationship between capital punishment and um and conservatism and god and religion and all of that thrown in together so uh, very
0: 80s really
1: it's a super 80s super um yeah poor, uh, definitely uh I know, sorry i just i just remembered the name of the movie it's called logan's run oh of course has, yes uh it was very much a logan's run but sec- make it sexy and blonde.
0: <laughs> and Wait, Asian. are you saying that Logan's Run isn't sexy?
1: <laughs> oh no, no, no! Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Logan's Run, the sexiest of all of the things, the sci-fi movies from the '70s, um, <laughs> with, the, with the short, like spandex, shiny dresses, and the and the sparkles and the mm-hmm. and the everything neon and white and and Logan himself with that sexy kind of turtleneck situation but uh but yeah no it's um it's very much that five it reminded oh. me a lot of it i still still not remember the main time actually Let
0: me look anyway uh, much like uh logan's run there is an end um all things yeah. must come to an end as Lo- the message of logan's run for those who have seen it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's the message of logan's run anyway this is the end of the episode of of uh, well episode of Star Trek and the episode of D&D and TV but there is one last thing that we do before we finish up and that is pick a character from the episode we just watched that um, we would make into a player character or non-player character in our game and um, I'm going to go first if that's alright with you Nina? Yeah of course
1: go on, you do yeah. it, I believe
0: you because uh, this one I'm not sure if there's going to be another episode where I'll get the chance to but I'm going to go with Tasha Yar Hey <laughs> because... Uh, last I think last week I picked uh, Wharf because he was so just so lonely. Uh, yes. <laughs> and this time I'm kind of going for the same reason. Like Tashiyah's that horny fighter. Like it doesn't always have to be the horny bard. It can be a horny fighter sometimes too, who's very much about the basic, the simplicity, the the pleasure centers of life. It's like yeah, I'm doing my job, but I'm also going to get some, and maybe not doing her job just quite as well. Like rolled really poorly on that investigation check. Um, yeah in this yeah, but i, I like, like her
1: investigation check when she like read up on the planet and like got the first sort of like bird's eye view of what it was and then just because the investigation check was so low just didn't get that they like had this like crime and punishment like horrific crime and punishment situation going on so just was like yeah this is a fine planet let's go let's all take a break and go fuck come on
0: yeah and, like, it's all good
1: was, yeah it's all good guys don't worry about it let's go yeah i uh, love um,
0: so, yeah, that's my, that's my pick for this episode. I feel that Tashiya is a good, solid player character because she does have that dark and um, broody backstory. Yeah.
1: But it also
0: kind of tells you what about... There's a lot into her character that you can get from that as well. Like, she's got a very yeah. distinct, I believe in Starfleet and I will stick with Starfleet no matter what. And she's got the dark and angsty backstory. But a lot of her storylines so far have been more about her as a character. That's just so far. Obviously, this episode, she doesn't do much beyond run around and try to get laid. But, you know, good on her. She needs some R&R sometimes.
1: Yeah, I I just wish they didn't, like, I mean, overly, overtly sexualize all of the women in this. Just yeah. in the in in the, in the way that they sort of betrayed their character. I mean, like, I feel like any chance they get Natasha to be like i'm keen let's go baby um he's pretty much grabbed with like an open fist and tried to like <laughs> choke which makes me like again the way that star trek portrays women just up until i think even the mid-2000s like is not great <laughs> but I do, it, gets it
0: gets better i do wonder I whether the number of times that shows interesting guys and has guys try to hook up with her it's because she is a strong woman with a very tragic backstory and I'm wondering whether like, no, no, but she's straight guys. It's okay.
1: Yeah, I guess. But I'm also like, the yeah. concept of, and also like all of this emphasis on, she has to have trauma in her history in order for her to have like a justifiable, like, like a backstory or plot. Like it just, yeah. and, and particular characteristics. Like it just seems weird. Like why, why do we get that much information about her back? backstory why like it's just i feel like super unnecessary in very 80s to be like no we'll just have her strong and tough because she's been through shit you know and that's the only way you get a strong sexy woman is to give yeah. her horrific humor. uh and and that justifies it like no uh, it really i doesn't. feel like writing women in particular as soon as they you know more women get to become writers and write for women it's just like that clearly makes it Better, but it's still very obvious that a lot of the writers of men think this is the way, it's <laughs> not the way, <laughs>
0: it's, really but, not. Uh, it's really not.
1: But still, I think Tasha, Yar, being a horny, horny bitch, tracks, she's great, I love her. She's uh, and definitely in this episode, she is keen, keen as a bean,
0: super keen. Um, uh, so who would you pick?
1: Well, I don't know because I did kind of want to pick Wolf just for this sake. I I can't remember if I have picked Wolf yet. I don't think I have. I don't think you have. I I
0: have. have. Yeah, I don't think you have.
1: Yeah, you picked him last time Um, or last episode. I think I might go with Wolf or one for a play character because he seems to have his head on straight this whole time um, and isn't sort of swayed by all the sexies. uh, And can kind of, I think as a character having that as a player character having being stuck on a planet with a whole crew full of people who are super easily sexually influenced and you being the only steadfast uh yeah touch mean <laughs> one of the group is kind of funny um but, uh, but also, I kind of want to be maybe the G-string bodysuits, like the detailed suits, sorry. Um, at least on the guy who was the main dude, the talky guy with the yeah. it's not. I can't even say it. Moose knuckle?
0: Moose knuckle, <laughs> Just yeah.
1: Just be, be that suit, you know? Be tucked away. <laughs> and so... so Make it a magic
0: item that there's a reason. It like gives like a plus 17 to armor class or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I feel with that much nipple exposure on a man, like, I don't know, well, I mean like on anybody, uh, you definitely have like a sense of, of or innate armor, you know, a, a natural armor already because otherwise you'd pretty much be fucked. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the, uh, the, the spandex G-string uh, seatbelt um, dresses, suits, whatever Fantastic. they are.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. The trend of picking inanimate objects as your player character continues. <laughs> so glad that started. Uh, so that's going to be us for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy the podcast, tell your friends. Um, watch the next episode with us. We're going to be looking at episode eight, The Battle. And then. Um, we will be talking about it as well next week. So if you want to listen every week, please subscribe. You can do so on anywhere podcasts are found. And if you're using Spotify or Apple podcasts, you can also leave reviews. Uh, five-star reviews are the best because, or you can rate it and leave reviews on Apple podcasts. Anyway, we'd love five-star reviews because it gets to our small listeners.
1: Yeah, do it, do it, do it. You know you want to. Come on, five-star. It's easy. You just touch it and you let it go into the into the abyss, the cloud, to the, to the universe, to us, and we'll be forever grateful. We'll find you, hunt you down, and thank you in person. That's I commit to that. We will we will both if you leave a five star, I will come to your house and consensually kiss you or I don't know, do something Uh, Jeremy (laughs) Shake their hand.
0: Shake their hand.
1: I will shake your hand. I will consensually Lines and
0: veils fade to black. If you do want to actually get in touch with us, you can send emails to uh, dndntvpod at gmail.com or dndntvpod uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, until next time, thank you so much for listening and may all your hits be crits.
1: Woo, thanks, guys. Love you. Bye.